The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. The fans loved it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. Hi there. Hello. Welcome back, everybody, to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin Duggan. That was extra sultry. I, You know, I feel like I biffed the last one pretty hard by just going, hey! 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 <laughs> I wanted, yeah. to, wanted to come in a little bit softer, a little bit more on bended knee, but... Uh, yeah, so as you can see, folks, it is me and Kev this episode. Kyle is, I'm assuming, on baby duty right now. He's probably juggling three boys, and they're all screaming and... Probably covered in shit somewhere. Yeah, throwing things. Yeah, puke. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's over. just a blast. I'm sure yeah. fatherhood is it's just It's a blast great. of something, yeah. <laughs> um, but, folks, we've got lots to talk about this episode. We've got... Obviously, a big piece of news. We've got training, we've got practices, and we've we did get coach for a coach's corner before the juggling of the babies started. We yeah. did squeeze in a coach's corner, so we do have that for you. And as always, a Craig experience. But let's start it off. The big one. The gap. Oh my God. Derwin, James, Kevin is concerned no more. No longer concerned. The concern is no longer because the extension was agreed upon. It is signed four years, $76.532 million with $42 million guaranteed. Uh, both the $19.133 million in average annual value and guaranteed money are records for a safety. I'm just like... I. I had a feeling this was going to happen. I was just starting to panic a little bit because there's not that much practice time left. Right, but he, yeah. He comes in right under the radar, man. I know he didn't practice against the Cowboys because he's not, you know, they got to warm him up. <laughs> For but sure. But it was, it was good timing. And I'm glad, I've just, the relief is just, the, the weight's off the shoulders. I just feel so much yes. better about this roster now. Everything about it, just fucking hallelujah. That's right. Um, yeah, obviously the, it, it the 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 biggest concern being like you said the training and we're not just going to throw him into Cowboys training because we know hey we've seen Derwin get injured in the past 
even if he really wanted to go out there, ain't it ain't gonna happen. I'm sorry, pal. So yeah, coach uh, even said that like he was really bummed out when he had to tell him he couldn't like fully practice. Right. Uh, but he was they're gonna activate him and bring him up, and I think he's gonna start turning it turning it on next week. So yeah, definitely. He'll be ready. He's gonna be ready and uh Finally, oh, the Raider game. We're going to have a really good defense. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, everything. I mean, there's really nothing to be worried about anymore. Um, obviously, everybody's everybody's there. And I think even Donald Parham's going to be coming back. Kenneth Murray's going to be coming back. They were talking about. So um, so we're looking good. Uh, but from Derwin's agent, uh, <laughs> sent out a screenshot. And uh, I think it's David Mulgetta. Mulgetta. Yeah. yeah. Um, Talk basically the the back and forth between him and Derwin and a couple of other guys that I'm sure he represents. Uh, so there was Derwin, Jalen Ramsey, and Casey Hayward, and he said he's not even happy about the money. Bro, been wanting to get back on the field. First thing he said was, "So I can go practice now." You ain't even ask about the details of the contract, which I mean, that's obviously been the thing. That's what Derwin is basically. Exuded, and, and it's everything we thought it was. It was the yeah. agents. It, what had people were starting to get angry at Derwin? Like, it, dude, he just wants to play football. He's letting mm-hmm. all this other shit get handled without him. And we now have a name of for the stress that I felt the last few weeks. David, David. Mogetta. <laughs> Thank you, David. We appreciate it, David. Um, so David. Um, but it's kind of it's kind of cool that, that that's the when I think when like the organization sees something like this, they're like, mm-hmm. okay, we made the right decision. Like that was a like that's a lot of guaranteed money for a guy that hasn't played a lot the last three four seasons. Sure. Yeah, so there is that little piece of like, okay, it, he just wants to play football. He's he not just like wants to play football, you know, straight from the source like this. So I'm yeah. You know, the look on his face when the videos that they had of him pulling into camp in his in his truck and he's just yeah. like smiling ear to ear, Big just smiles. like yeah. ready to get back, man. I'm just I'm thrilled about it. I'm so excited. Yeah, it, I, it obviously would have been a different story if he was holding out. But because he was there, because he was a presence, because he was cheering everybody on, it showed that that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to be out on that field and just didn't practice because that's that's what that's what you do. So, yeah, gotta um, be safe. Yeah, Derwin replied to that tweet, LOL, I love the game, fam, my bad. Casey Hayward said, yeah, bro, call us. Uh, congrats, Brody, for real, for real, love you, fam. Jalen Ramsey, LMAO, dog, that's hilarious. So It was funny, The uh, they were asking Derwin after his first practice back, like what, you know, because I guess he was supposed to take out Jalen because they're like best friends from college. Like, oh, right, where yeah. are you going to take him out to dinner? He's like, we're going to McDonald's. He's getting the $1 value. Dollar menu, baby. Keeping it real, I like that. <laughs> Um, let's see. So, uh, and now that Derwin is official, everything is set in stone. We're good to go. Um, people have been talking about, Hey, let's, this is the highest paid safety in the league right now. Let's take a look at some of this guy's stats. So based off of Derwin James by alignment, this comes from NFL next gen stats, uh, for the percentage of snaps, Derwin James played safety 51.8% of the time. So just a little over half of the time Derwin's out on the field, he's playing safety. And the next percentage down, 23% playing linebacker. Next percentage down, 19% playing slot cornerback. Next one down, LOS defender. What is LOS defender? What is I'm LOS? not sure. That's okay. It's a next-gen stat. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> next, it's next generation. I'm old school. And then 0.7%, he'll play outside cornerback. So... 
obviously oh, sorry. showing no, up. No, it is. It's not. It's line of scrimmage defender. Oh, line of scrimmage defender. Yeah, okay. I know exactly what that is. That's not a n- new gen. That is a old, old gen. That's, that's old school for sure. Yeah, it's the line of scrimmage <laughs> defender. But the point being, Derwin James isn't just a safety. No, he does everything. And he does lo- it even, all. We've talked about it all last season. He didn't get a chance to do a lot of these things because we were kind of limping in the secondary most of the season last year. Right. So with a with a roster set up the way we are right now, where Michael Davis may not even start this this year because of our secondary so strong. I don't know, man. If but he keeps his a, preseason going the way it has been, yeah. It's a back and forth. You don't know. Like that's right. how that's how interesting the secondary is. He literally Staley can put him wherever he wants. He can yeah. go wherever he wants. So yeah, and, yeah, and I think also the struggle with uh, with stopping the run too didn't really allow him to play safety. It was always like shit. I got to run up there and help my guys out. Stop this freaking run. Yeah. Um. But yeah, obviously the guy plays everywhere. Everybody's got nothing but great things to say about him, uh, and that includes Brandon Staley uh, talking about uh, Derwin signing his contract uh, or afterwards, I should say. He said, "If you were just looking at him as a safety." That wouldn't do Derwin justice. For me, I look at him as a defensive back. When I see him, I'm like, that's a defensive back because he can play anywhere. He can play either safety spot. He can play corner. He can play star or money. He can rush the quarterback and make an impact as a blitzer. He can make an impact in man-to-man coverage. And then he can make an impact in zone defense. Whether he's playing low or high, he's our signal caller and the heartbeat of our defense. The way Coach was talking about him, that's how I knew. I had no doubt that he was going to be signed. Mm-hmm. Just the way he just gushes over him, it's very, oh, yeah. it's very obvious that this thing was going to get done. And I'm excited. I'm excited for Coach. He's got a, an amazing chess piece to do whatever he wants with. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't recall who posted it, so I apologize. But there was there was a Twitter post that I saw was basically just a collage of all the pictures of Derwin and Staley together. And you would you would think these guys were BFFs from like from yeah. childhood, just the way that they look at each other, the energy they give each other, and it just it's it's different, man. It's it's another testament to Staley bringing a different kind of energy to this team and letting Derwin basically project that same kind of energy to the rest of the team and being the leader that he's going to be out there on the field. It's really exciting. Um, Well, recently, uh, in lieu of training camp, basically, they had joint practices with the Dallas Cowboys, which will they'll be playing uh, this Saturday, right? I believe so. Yeah, the preseason game. Yeah, Yeah, that'll be the next preseason game this Saturday. And so they did a little bit of joint practicing. And day one, this came from Michael Gelkin, uh, who tweeted out, Cowboys two-minute drill quickly fizzles. Chargers outside linebacker Khalil Mack gets first down sack. Mack in backfield again on second down as Dak Prescott pass bounces off, running back Ezekiel Elliott to outside linebacker Kyle Van Noy for an interception. Two things I love about this. Two new guys, okay? Two, oh, yeah. two, two brand guys new that were on the team last year. That yeah. are getting, like, in... From everything I've seen, all the videos and talking to some people that have been at the practices, Cleo Mack is just always in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Always in the back, always in the backfield. Mm-hmm. So that in combination with how smart Van Noy is and being uh, in the right place, he's always seems to be in the right place at the right time. The way mm-hmm. Kyle always talks about it. So right. seeing guys that we we bring in make huge it, this is a practice, obviously. obviously. But seeing guys we bring in have an immediate impact and see this kind of stuff. What more can you ask for? Right. 
yeah, no, it's obviously they're not, they're not, you know, they're not tackling. So, you know, Khalil Mack getting a sack, he's not, you know, drilling into Dak Prescott or anything like that, but he's getting back there. And that's and the Cowboys offensive line. That's not a, a joke offensive line. Like that's probably one of the top offensive lines they, in the they, league. No, they fell back. They Did lost they? some guys. Yeah, yeah. They're oh, not okay. quite where they were. So it, it's still good. They still we were able to be successful. <laughs> it's but still fine. They're I not mean. they're they're not quite from they're not quite what they were. Or, hmm. you know, there's some concerns about Well, at one point in like time <laughs> they yeah. were they were near the top, but I guess per Kevin, they've slipped. Yeah. Keep up um, with your cowboy news, Bulldog. Jesus. I know, right? Jeez, I, I gotta be better, guys. I'm sorry. I'll be better. Pull your um, head out of your ass. No, d- day one was great. Obviously, that was a big tweet. And if you see the play, they, there was a video with the play as well. It's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see. Um, yeah. We're seeing Herbert. He's still throwing bombs to Guyton. He threw one to Austin Eckler, which was wild. And seeing yeah. Eckler going down the field. Just destroying. Um, they put a linebacker on him and just destroyed yeah. him. Just and just a bomb totally, all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. Took him down. Um, day two, uh, one of the top things that we saw for day two uh, was Tillery flashing at moments during Thursday's practice. Uh, Daniel Popper tweeted out, Jerry Tillery had a couple really impressive reps in pass rush one-on-ones today. And Sean Merriman even quote tweeted that saying, if he stayed consistent, he'd be a problem. He has it in him. So but that is the problem, right? It's the he consistency. There's zero consistency with him. Like right. he can have a, a great day and then have a shit day. Then like, we'll see what, what happens on the next practice, you know, what, what right. that looks like. So I just don't have a ton of confidence in him, unfortunately. I wish, like what, what Sean said, if he stayed consistent, he'd be a problem, but he's not a problem. Right. It, it's it's the epitome of what last season's issue was. And what Austin Eckler said about the team itself was that we were inconsistent. So having guys that aren't consistent on the team is just keeping you in the same situation that you were last year. Whereas... Obviously, now we've brought in a bunch of guys now, especially on the defensive side, to help us with that consistency. Guys that have been in the league a long time and really should make a difference. And again, Tillery, man, we want to root for you. We want you to do well. Um, you just got to do it. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that kind of, you know, people were talking about at camp was how, you know, right tackle still like this joint practice has kind of brought to the forefront how. That's still a very much of an issue. Everyone sure. was really excited about Pipkins coming in and being this new player. He was getting right. burned a lot. But was he? Talked to, I've got a few texts from a few people that were there like, whoa, it happened again. He's, okay. whoa, it happened again. So, well, and it wasn't that much better for Storm Norton. So, uh, it's stressful. So, and, draft uh, next year, right tackle. Let's go. Yeah, right tackle. <laughs> Well, and, and coach, coach was asked about it during, you know, one of the press conferences at the end of the practice. And he said, you know, it's different because they're going up against a scheme that isn't the Chargers defensive scheme. So they're dealing with pass rushers that he Makes said that sense, these yeah. guys are more, they're, they're, they're sm- a little smaller, but quick, a little quicker and a little more twitch has more twitch. So AKA Micah Parsons and. Yeah, so they're they weren't able to fully adjust on the fly the way they should have been able to, and we've got to start having to address these. There's going to be some new defenses we're going to be facing, so right. Hopefully, they can get that ironed out because that's it's a concern, man. You can't it you can have a, a tight end over there for every play? You can have a tight right. end helping chip every player, running back, 
doing everything and that's not going to you know let us open open this bad boy up well i i, I mean as we've said about whoever ends up in that position as long as they're serviceable we don't they don't have to be amazing they just have to be serviceable just give herbert long enough time to make a play or open up a hole for Eckler, whatever the situation might be, just be serviceable. You don't have to be top tier. You just, you gotta be C to B. <laughs> Somewhere don't in that. Just, just don't, don't suck. suck. Yeah. Please don't suck. For the love of God, just don't suck. <laughs> um, <laughs> looking back over at uh, Daniel Popper, uh, tweeted out Keenan Allen on Justin Herbert. Uh, said, you see him, he stays like an hour and a half after practice just throwing balls. It's crazy. He laughed. When asked why he laughed, Alan said with a smile, Philip never stayed after practice to throw the ball. Whoa. <laughs> little little shot fired towards our big Pompa Phil. Um, I, I don't think it was in mean, like a mean-spirited comment. But no, it I can't imagine out of, it was. Seemed odd. It seemed odd to kind of, comp- I guess you're going to compare the two because he was the previous quarterback. And that's I mean, that's one. what he, that's all he that's has odd. to really compare it to. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to throw Tyrod Taylor's name out there. So, yeah. I, and it's obviously Phil was in the league long before, while before Keenan Allen got in exactly. there. So, um, you know, it's, it's an odd comparison, you know, comparing a guy who was already in the league almost 10 years at the point that Keenan Allen got in versus Justin Herbert, who's now just going into his third year. Obviously Herbert wants to be good. wants to be the best putting in the time, putting in the practice. So if anything, it, it's more a testament to Justin Herbert than it is a slam on Phil. Um, yeah. And, but you and love Phil, to see it. If anything, Phil had eight or nine kids at that point. Like, Oh God. Yeah. And he didn't even get live. Home. You got to get him to help. Yeah, yeah. He had to, he had that, what was it, the big tricked out yeah, van or whatever you, it yeah, was? Yeah, you're jumping on the van with a giant TV. I'll throw my ball in the van, from. okay? Yeah. It'll <laughs> yeah, yeah. be our headset and I'll we'll throw get it that in jug. the van. We'll get, yeah, we'll get the jugs machine in there and we'll just fire some off. Um, And then Daniel Popper tweeted out again, Justin Herbert was asked how he sees Isaiah Spiller fitting into the Chargers offense. Hopefully a running back. <laughs> <laughs> he's like dude he's you could totally see his humor coming out now he's kind of getting more comfortable and that's great like because there's so much spotlight on him right now everyone's yeah. asking him questions there's like like he can still have some there's some levity and he can joke around a little more and have a little more fun that's only going to be a good sign for you know what he's going to be able to do honestly in my opinion he's right. just relaxed having fun with everyone yeah no we got to remember that justin herbert came into this league when there was COVID protocols, so he was playing in a stadium that had no fans at all yeah. in his first season. Second season was kind of getting used to it. Now, I mean, everybody wants this guy's autograph. Everybody wants a photo with this guy. I'm sure his days are just chaotic from start to finish. So to know that he's still got at least a sense of humor about him as far as saying yeah. like, yeah, I mean, he hoped, I hope he fits in in the running back room. I mean, that's where a good else would da- I want him to fit? <laughs> I can appreciate it because that's a really good dad joke. Oh, like yeah. that's a real, that's a solid, solid dad joke. So yeah, good on you, Justin. Keep him coming because I, I, I'm a fan. Oh, we jokes. all are. Yeah, we yeah. love you, big guy. Can't get it enough. Um, and yeah, and as mentioned, Kenneth Murray looking to come back to practice on Monday. I was Brandon not Staley. not expecting this at all. I thought this was going to be like a midseason. He'd kind of limp back onto the field. No, I guess pun intended. Um. <laughs> And it's just, not, I, he's back. Like, that's crazy. We're, we're kind of active. Everyone's going to be 
back, essentially, you know, you're seeing, knock on wood, you're seeing people going down all across the NFL at these at their practices. Oh, God, I know yeah. it's just all over the place. And, you know, hopefully this activation, all this new, you know, strength and conditioning and stretching and all the stuff they're doing is is working because we need it. We need to stay healthy. We, we really absolutely do. do. And yeah, we want Kenneth Murray to get back. We want him to be productive. We want some more of that rookie season juju that he had with him. So hopefully yeah. coming back, not dealing with any more injuries, not dealing with what was the first one? It was like a shoulder injury. And then, yeah, he's a little bit of everything. Then like he's, knee, yeah. foot, um, yeah. shoulder, back, crack, <laughs> head, one, shoulders, um, knees and toes, knees and um, toes. Yeah. Hopefully when he comes back, the guy is fully healthy, ready to go out there and just kick ass. Can't yeah. wait to see it. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about all in folks. We obviously, we saw the trailer multiple times. Can't oh, wait. at least now that 15, 20 times I watched that thing easily. So now, now that the Derwin James contract is settled, I mean, we just have nothing but great content to look forward to for all in. Um, the show will air. The first three episodes are scheduled for August 22nd, September 5th and September 19th. They will air at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Subsequent episodes will be launched at a time to be determined on Fridays. So where can you watch the show? Well, obviously, if you know about it, you know that you can check it out on Chargers' YouTube channel. Uh, but you can also watch it on chargers.com slash all in. And make sure to subscribe to the Chargers' YouTube page for exclusive notifications when content drops. Do you definitely do that because like they post the interviews right away. And if you get those notifications do, yeah. on, like I'm doing all the stuff and I'm like, okay, boom, I'm not missing anything. It's just you get to knock them out. So I highly recommend subscribing to them if you yeah, have every every bit. Like you can I, I mean, they're posting videos like all the best in of the uh the joint practices, the highlight roles of that. So they're great with the content. They get it out really quickly, and it's all just really top-tier content that these guys are putting out so you you it's will wonderful. not regret it if you subscribe to their youtube page um and how long will each episode be well it will be determined by the storyline and what we think will make the best show uh we won't make a 45 minute show with only 25 minutes of good content only to just make it longer not like our show um the goal will always be <laughs> <laughs> the goal will always be to pack as much as we can under 30 minutes but I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> I want, want an hour. Fluff? I want you could literally just give me a really pretty shot of the of practice field for a solid two minutes. Mm -hmm. I, want, I just I just want to take it in. I want to live it. But I understand they want to make I a guess. really tight, amazing. If that's what you guys think project, is best, <laughs> whatever. You know. So <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, can't wait. Um, they're scheduled to do twelve episodes. Um, as we mentioned, August 22nd, September 5th uh, will be the first two episodes. Then it's going to be every two weeks until January 27th, which will be episode 12, which will be to be determined because who knows what the storyline is going to be at that point. It's going to be pretty good. Playoffs. Yeah, play Playoffs. Playoffs. Um, and shout out to Melanie, uh, one of our listeners who's uh, she's been on the show. She's been an Ask Bolt fam. Um, I guess sent us out some amazing training camp posters. Is that right? Yeah, she hooked us up, dude. So I just wanted to quickly th shout her out and thank her um, for doing that. She's thinking of us, and we really appreciate it. Wow. Yeah. Send I don't know to, if I'll give you one. You? I, I have them. 
Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we'll see. Let's see how let's see how nice you are to me. You might get oh, one. Oh god dang it. Well <laughs> you'll be living here soon enough, so it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys are feeling like being nice to us, you can go over to our chargechat.com website, check out all the cool stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. Uh, you can also chat it up with other members in our charge a chat a tier section in our member section and ask questions and ask bold fam. So go check out chargechat.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube, if you can hit that subscribe button, it would really mean a lot to us. Makes a world of difference. We're not begging. We're just asking. Okay. It's up there. I don't I think somewhere. I think, no, I think maybe it's down, down here, down in this yeah, area, it's down there, so, something, down here. somewhere over here, somewhere. So yeah, something like that. All right. enough of that so uh all right folks well like i said we got with coach earlier before the babies entered the matrix and uh, we squeezed (laughs) in a coach's corner so let's go to it now coach's corner great moments are born great opportunity all comes down to today you take this helmet and you put it right in his numbers okay i want to see nothing but snot bubbles in his nose a lot of people want to blame coaches for a lot of things nobody puts <laughs> coaches up. and we shut them down because we can't it's because i believed in you and i wish i could say something that was classy and inspirational but it just wouldn't be our style let's do it that's right, folks. It's time for Coach's Corner. We've got a game in the books. We've got tape to look at. Woo-hoo. It's time to go back to the well of Hercules, Coach's Corner. Hercules. So excited for Coach to learn us a thing or two. Coach, what's on the agenda today? Yeah, there was a, there were so many things that we could have looked at in this game. And it's the whole offseason leading up to this. Although it's just a preseason game, this is where a lot of the drama goes on, right? We could have looked at oh, God, the backup yes. quarterback battle, which I thought was very competitive. Easton looked mm-hmm. incredible. Um, we talked about all this stuff, but there was a there was a lot of just storylines, like the who's going to be that right tackle, right. the interior defensive lineman, what's the depth chart looking like with Jerry Tillery? Um, but just personally and selfishly, I wanted to look at the running back competition because. I was stunned when they released the depth chart and it had Josh Kelly at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, we had all kind of penciled him as being the maybe being the odd man out. Right. Um, yeah. That clearly is not the case. Wrong yet again. Yeah. I hear on the yeah. Charger chat. Yeah. I to look at just a couple of plays from each of the guys. Um, okay. I thought that, that it, it was it was fun to watch. Um, there was nothing bad, right? There was no fumbles. Right. Yeah. Um, didn't have that. Larry had one pass drop at the end of the game that was kind of a bummer. He hit that little angle over the middle um, when they were trying to do the two minute drill, go down, and score, and win the game. Um, so that was the only like big letdown. Um, the other crazy thing before we even look at film with the running backs, after watching a whole game of just looking at the running back, there was not one pass where they stayed in for protection. Not one time. Really? It would always leak out. It was either a leak out. Um, or instantly got into a route every single play, which it's it's bizarre to think because so often you hear, oh, this guy's a rookie. He's got to get better at pass protection, staying in there, take, picking up the blitz, blah, blah, blah. Now, maybe the Rams just weren't blitzing a whole lot, uh, but there was even a couple of plays where I saw them bringing five guys. Um, it was seen and still the running back leaked out. So hmm. that's very clear. The, the offensive attack and plan. Get that guy out. If they want to blink five, we're going to duck to the running back quick. So that being said, you better be a pass catcher if you're going to get on the field. I don't care if you're 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply big blocker that can block linebackers in the box. That's not, that's not after this one game. Now it's a small sample size. That was not the game plan whatsoever. So if, if one of the guys has a leg up a little bit with pass pro, but the other one's a better ball catcher, I would anticipate that ball catcher um, winning the competition of who makes that final roster spot. Um, but the three running backs that we're going to look at, I'm not going to look at the deeper down guys. Because uh, we know the competitions between Josh Kelly, Josh Kelly, Larry Roundtree, um, and Isaiah Spiller. So um, the first couple of plays we're going to look at is Josh Kelly. I thought he did some good stuff and um, almost a little bit different than what we have seen from him in the past. Um, this first play is in the first quarter, uh, first drive. Uh, it's just a quick catch. It's a release out of the backfield. They bring five. He sees it quick, gets his head around. So that's that's one of the little things. Maybe if they're not keeping running backs in the block, they still have to be able to pick up if there's blitzers so they can get their head around quicker than normal so they can get the ball because that ball is going to be coming out quick. So I'll roll it here. I apologize. The film may be a little bit dark. Uh, we're doing the best with what we got. Um, <laughs> but you'll see him right here. So obviously, he's in the backfield here. You see linebackers walked up. So they're going to be bringing pressure. He sees it, gets out here, but then he gets his head around real quick. He's able to make the catch. Um, this is those little things that the more you play in the NFL, the more comfortable you're going to get seeing it. He finds a little hole, leaks out, gets his head around quick, is able to pick up the first down and yards after contact. Mm-hmm. I think that was huge for the whole game for our running backs. They showed that they can go pick up those extra yards. So right here, boom, he gets his head around fast, is able to keep his feet, picks up the first down, move the sticks. Those are all huge. And for Josh Kelly, not necessarily something we've seen a ton of him do. No, not uh, at all. he hasn't been heavily involved in the passing game. Usually it's just X. There's a passing down X going to be on the field. So right. I think that's that's a step up from what we've seen from Josh Kelly in the past. Um, all right. So this one here, this is second and 10 into the half. We end up going down and scoring um, second down and 10. They're assuming pass, but look, the, they load the box up. They put everyone up here on the line. They have one, two, three, four, five up on the line of scrimmage. Um, against our six. We have a tight end snuck down over here. Um, They have the one middle linebacker in the middle. So what we're going to see here out of Kelly, which is which I love to see, is an aggressive second or thinking downhill run that looks scary. Like you don't, you're it's it's the kind of play where you're like, I don't want to be in front of whatever's happening. And that and that kind of mentality takes its toll over the course of the game. It looks like an Austin Eckler type run where he's just going to the ground and he's going to take off. So you'll see him obviously here in the backfield. He's going to head this way and just go get straight downhill um, in an aggressive and violent matter. It's just boom, I'm going downhill. I'm running people over and picking up eight yards. 
that's the kind of thing. It's like you see, you see that hole open up. We got to go take advantage of it and make the play. It's just an, another part of the game that I think is this is a real. We can visibly see now that that second RB two spot is up for competition. This play is after Isaiah Spiller had been on the field the whole the whole drive. He was having some pretty um, pretty good. I don't know uh, effective runs this whole drive. Uh, and then Spiller or Spiller got a little break. They put Kelly. He's like, "Oh crap! I got to go make something happen." So I, I can you can start to see some of that competition over that RB two start to to manifest itself. And these guys playing harder because this this type of a Josh Kelly run. This is I'm gonna run you over. I don't I, linebacker or what you're I'm, like. This is an unblocked linebacker with a free shot, right? That mm-hmm. does not guaranteed for him to be falling forward. He, this could be a tackle right there. One, he's running so downhill and did, made the decision. He picked up five yards. So um, I think that those were those are two of the plays. Now watching running back, we didn't have any giant plays. Nothing crazy. Nothing bad though. Those are some of the little things that I saw that that were exciting about Josh Kelly. Um, Larry Roundtree, in my opinion, I don't even have film on him because I went back and looked and it was all very vanilla. It was just a one-yard run here. He leaked out of the backfield a couple times. He had three carries for eight yards. I think he caught one ball, but it it was a very vanilla um, showing for Larry Roundtree. And Mm -hmm. it was interesting with Kelly because they were saying, you know, know, he's not the power back. He's not the guy that's going to do what you just showed us. That's what Roundtree does. Clearly, Kelly has other things in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Kelly went on the podcast, the Chargers podcast with Chris Harry um, this last week and talked about, they talked about how his body has changed. He He's hit the weight room. He's changed his nutrition. Um, he's focused on being the best running back that he can be. Because wow. uh, those those guys in that room, they feel the heat. Uh, but I did, I did see a couple from Isaiah Spiller that I was really excited about. So let's hop over to those right now. Let's do it. All right, so um, the first play from Isaiah here, just just vision and feel for football. Um, a lot of the times, especially a rookie in his first game, he's going to have quick feet, happy feet, and want to just get up the field and kind of run past his blockers, not have that kind of feel for the pocket. You see that a lot with running backs, right? Justin Jackson used to do it a lot. You're like, man, he just seems like he's tiptoeing around, but he's waiting for blocks to develop and trying to hit it at the right time. Um, and I think you get a little glimpse of that here. It's not too much where he's trying to do too much. He just knows the play and is waiting for the blocks to develop. So our left guard over here, you're going to see him pull. He's not obviously not as fast as Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah is going to get the ball. He takes a tiny little hesitation and then cuts up field and gets the four or five yards. Again, not a flashy play. Doesn't gain 80 yards in a touchdown, but it's just enough hesitation to be able to push the pile and get the four yards. On second and six, no... No distance, right? Know what we need on second and six. Give us four yards. You you give us third and two every time. We're going to be a successful third down converting team. Um, so just something like that. Like he, it doesn't appear too big for him. He never seemed out of place. Like a rookie that was just trying to do too much. Um, had great ball security. Has those little hesitations where he lets his blocks develop, finds the hole, and gets the four yards. And that's what you want to see out of a running back too, right? I don't need you to be the best running back in the league. I need you to be good at doing what we need you to do, get the yards we need you to get and hold on to the football. And, and he, he, he did that. And it, you could see it in runs like this, where it's just, just be patient enough to let your guard get there, let the play develop and then boom, get down in the ground, make contact with someone and get the four yards. There you go. 
All right, last play. This is this is the kind of stuff that we want to see out of Isaiah Spiller. I think this is what was advertised to us when we drafted him as early as we did, was he's the complete back. Kind of what LT was talking about. He's not just a big guy that's going to go and just get the dirty yards. The guy can make, make... He's an athlete. Like He can go make some athletic plays. He's going to have a quick sprint out. These guys all get going. Um, on this side, you see we have center, guard, tackle, and then tight end, tight end. These guys are both going to leave, and this whole field gets vacated. Uh, Easton sees it quick and is going to hit Isaiah on a real fast, get out of the backfield, get your head around type play. And these are the and it's he ends up throwing it behind him, but Isaiah makes a great catch, pretty athletic play, going full speed, being able to still make that play. Um, that's not the kind of stuff that you always see out of rookie running backs. He just gets his head around quick. He sees I'm wide open. I got to get my head back. Makes the play. If we're able to hit him in stride, like if you can hit him up, if we're able to hit him, he gets his eyes around quick, right? He sees it. It's open. If he's able to hit him right here in stride, this becomes a big play. But Isaiah is able to hold on to the ball, at least get the 10 yards that we needed for the first down. And that 21 is very thankful that he threw that ball behind him because he was about to get truck stick. <laughs> uh, but I, I think everything that, everything that we saw out of Isaiah, I think personally, even though Josh Kelly got the start, I was more excited about what I saw out of Isaiah Spiller. Josh looked great. He really did. Larry Roundtree was 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 the number three in this game, in my opinion. Right. Um, I think after this last game, it's still I I personally think Isaiah Spiller number two, Josh Kelly three, and then Larry is now on the outside looking in. Interesting. All right. Well, what a difference a week makes, huh? Yeah. One well, game. We got to finally something... see them play a little bit. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Put them all on the field in the same situation. We can see the product and kind of start to develop. Now, my opinion is not the end all say all. Don't get mad at me if you disagree. I could <laughs> I'll probably be wrong, as I was a week ago. But right. that's just from from going back and watching, just watching running back play. Right. That's who I would like to see in the backfield in that order. Yeah. When it's just 100%. only one preseason game, you know. Rookies against rookies or second stringers or third stringers. It's like, it's all we have to work with right now, folks. Right. So I, I think it it is exciting. It is great. And it's awesome that you're breaking it down in a way where we can all understand it and we can all be excited about what's going to happen with this running back class. So uh, I have one bonus, one ooh, bonus, ooh, bonus, bonus round. Sign me yeah, up. This is bonus round. This is, this is an unexpected run from an unexpected player, but Chase Daniels with oh, the yeah. scamper. <laughs> Longest run of the, the day. Absolute <laughs> showing athleticism. Look at this guy. Just nope, my ball. I'm going. Here we go. The one thing that I will say that watching running back film is you watch when you're running backs, when, we, when we're doing as much as I was. Yeah, they're on the double. Sorry. <laughs> when we're throwing as much as we are, you have to take account to these guys so much in scouting. So on scouting reports, you're going to say, hey, watch Isaiah slip out. You watch the linebacker. As soon as he goes, his eyes are locked on. And that's what allows us to open up. So I'm hoping this is what we see out of Justin a lot, right? As soon as Isaiah seeks out, right, linebacker has to turn his eyes and run. He doesn't see Chase scampering whoop, down the field whoop. for a big game. Oh, so, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun when this is Justin. Just look at all that open field, man. Oh He's yeah, just, <laughs> Justin. He got takes scared. That to the house. Just, Justin takes that to the house for sure. Yeah, so it's it's exciting stuff. I'm excited to it, watching preseason. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it sucks we lost. Whatever. Um, it just makes me so much more excited for week one when we yes. absolutely just dump on the Raiders. Mm. I'm so excited. Can't wait. Coach, thank you for giving us a coach's corner and can't wait to see more of these in the future. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
All right. Well, something to be excited about uh, for for our running back room. You know, yeah, looking I mean, at Isaiah Spiller and Joshua Kelly. I mean, Joshua Kelly, obviously the big surprise out of that first preseason game. We'll see if it continues with these other preseason games. But uh, just seeing what he brings and, I mean, the, some of the catches these guys were making, you know, like we mentioned with Isaiah Spiller, like reaching out to catch that ball, like good hands on that yeah. guy. Yeah, and this is going to be a good test for them this upcoming against the Cowboys because they have a stout um, defensive line. You know, I don't know what their twos are exactly, but I know that they're that's always been a, one of their strengths. So um, we'll we'll find out how well they do if they can keep it rolling. I really want to see Spiller take off a little bit more and you know break one, do something. You know, um, so we'll see. It's exciting. Something though. flashy. We want just a little bit of flash. Little flash. Little flash. That's all we're asking for in a preseason game. So um, all right. Well, now it is time to go on to the next segment. You know him. You love him. It's the Greg Experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. The oh. Greg Experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. You may now resume your regularly scheduled vote gang programming because Mr. Derwin James Jr., a.k.a. Trey BN, that's going to be the new nickname because got to do away with 33, new three jersey on the way soon enough. And we had to retire area 33 because it doesn't make sense anymore. So Trey BN, that's what I'm rolling with. Get with it. Um, It's back. Well, he didn't actually go anywhere because he was holding in. So now everyone who was worrying about it, racking your brains about when it was going to get done, you can all take a collective sigh of relief. The man is ready to roll in the building. Let's get this thing going. And without further ado, where are my manners? CC gang, the biggest of salutes into the rest of the boat fam. I know y'all are feeling good out there. Welcome, 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 welcome to another edition of the Craig Experience. Now, for those of you who went the audio route with today's episode, do know that I am, in fact, wearing another man's name across my chest. And guess what? I don't care because I love Derwin James. He is arguably my favorite player on the team. And how could he not be? Football is, in fact, a team game. But every team, company, uh, collection of people looking to accomplish a similar goal, they have a leader. And Derwin James is the emotional leader of this team. He's the soul of it. I don't think you can really argue that. I mean, we know that the team does have many great players. You've got, of course, Jay Herbo and the way that he goes about it. And you got Joey Bosa, cats like that. But we know where this team's heart pumps. And it starts with number three. <sighs> Feels amazing to just kind of have all that contractual stuff squared away and now the man can focus on football, and I'm really happy that he was able to accomplish that dream. Uh, Coach Staley talked about it, and one of the things that makes him happier or happiest about what he does is watching dudes do exactly that, making their dreams come true. And we know how hard Derwin worked through this, all the adversity he went through, the injuries, gutting through you know, the bumps and bruises. And now he has an opportunity to continue to provide for his family in a major way. And those pictures were awesome with uh, his fiance and his little boy. It was really, really cool. Baby was dripped out too. Think he had on like a Versace shirt and a chain. He was holding the pen. Super, super cool. But uh, back to the joint practices with the Dallas Cowboys. 
let's jump straight into it. We were all looking to see what the right tackle situation was going to look like, who was going to step up, because uh, they were going to have to contend with uh, that animal coming off the edge known as Micah Parsons. And from the videos that I've seen and things that I've heard, it didn't go all that great, especially for one Mr. Trey Pipkins. Yo, Trey, uh, this is your shot, my man. It ain't gonna get much tougher than number 11 across from you. And from what I saw, you were getting beat like a drum. Now, what I care about is how you respond to it in day two. When you guys are seeing this, this is in between the first and second practices. So hopefully uh, the second time around is much better for Trey. But we knew this was coming. He and Storm were going to have a day of it. And when you have one of the, even though he's a second year player, is already one of the elite rushers off of the edge and just a freak athlete. It was going to be a long day for both of them, regardless. And from the way things sound, neither guy had a great day. So let's see how they bounce back from it. But after today... Depending on how things go, wouldn't be surprised if you see some movement. I mean, possibly some Jamari Salia out there on right at right tackle, maybe, just to see how it goes. Maybe they work him in a little bit today for the second practice. We'll know later on. Uh, the Matt Filer thing, I really don't see happening at this point. It's so late in camp. I mean, could they do it? He's a grizzled veteran. Yeah, they could give it a shot, but I mean, you've got some time in between now and week one. Who knows? But for the time being, right tackle still looking murky. So, folks, uh, let's just, again, continue to keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best. Because right now, it's looking a little worrisome. And continuing with the theme of defense winning the day, your Chargers defense stepped up to the plate as well. Specifically in the defensive front, which we know was the Chargers Achilles heel last year. So that's always good news. But, yo, there's one dude in particular. You know, this cat, number 52, People were claiming it's washed past his prime. Not a whole lot left in the tank. Man, uh, he sure was giving a future potential Hall of Famer at left tackle, Mr. Tyron Smith, the business. Oh, boy. Can't wait to see Mac in action, yo. When the regular season gets started, both he and Joey coming off the edges. We've discussed this ad nauseum, but man, can't wait to see that live. Mac was cooking yesterday. We'll see what happens today as well, but... I see nothing that says the dude can't get it done anymore, but hell, I never believed that in the first place. So we'll just keep letting the people hate. Uh, there is one thing I saw that I didn't like, though. Yo, Nas, buckle that chin strap a little bit tighter, bro. Zeke came through the hole. Y'all had a little collision. Your helmet came off. I ain't like that. I ain't like the way that looked at all. Uh, I know what you have to offer, man, but you know, strap that thing up because, of course, it's all Cowboys news is going to talk about. They've been showing that clip all over the place. So uh, do yourself a service. Keep that thing strapped in nice and tight. And uh, you got this, bro. I'm really, really not worried about it too much at all. But, yeah, defense look well. Uh, let's see how they do in day two. And we'll circle back to this on the next go around and talk about how things finished up. But I'm not surprised. You know, you got plays being made on the back end. Vato, I saw you. You had a pick. So did Kyle Van Noy. You know, the guy some were pegging as uh, just a third edge. <sighs> Sorry, petty moment. Y'all know I never subscribed to that. I've been saying it from the very beginning. Dude was always going to be a chess piece. Fits what Brandon Staley wants defensively. And yes, right now, is he playing majority, if not all, linebacker on the inside? Sure. 
we know that because of what's going on with the second level and the fact that it's pretty much decimated that he's spending a lot of time there and probably will but chris rump stepping up here in the preseason shows that he could be the edge three until guys get settled in and back and healed up and then you can go back to using kyle the way you originally planned but again that versatility was always going to be something that was going to be utilized regardless so uh just so you know Craig Shadamas just doing my thing and while this has nothing to do with nothing because he didn't practice yesterday uh apparently he got a little sick so he went out early uh Joe you're my boy don't you ever forget it okay beautiful beautiful bright shining boy you go out there this weekend and you perform just like last week gotta get you on this team okay Joe 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 Reed you're my boy Mm-hmm. Finally, uh, my brethren over at the Charger Chat have gotten your boy out of fantasy football retirement. I have not played in a league for over a decade. And I had to stop, man. Just I was an emotional wreck. I was drafting all Chargers players. I couldn't get out of my feelings about rooting for teams or players from other teams, especially if they were playing against the Chargers. There's that whole balance of hoping that they do well, but for their team to also lose, had me all over the place. But look, I'm going to knock the rust off. I'm going to give it another go. Should be fun. Lots of participants. And uh, I play for keeps. I'm competitive. And I talk a lot of trash. So, uh, forewarning. But that's going to be it for this installment of the Craig Experience. Appreciate y'all for tuning in per usual. And until the next one, I know who it is. Mr. Bolt Gang or Do Not Bang, a.k.a. T-O-P underscore F-L-Y-T-3 on Twitter and also check me out on YouTube. Charge it to the game over on the flight deck. So until the next time, y'all take it easy. Stay bolted up. Be good. And uh, okay. Love you. Bye. All right, folks. Well, more stuff to be excited about. Craig, thank you for taking a look at some of I, the boys. I had no idea he hadn't played fantasy football in 10 years. That's a long time, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who was who you could have drafted ten years ago to be on your team. Like that's that's a long yeah. time. Yeah, that's a real uh, long time. That's a that's a real long time. A real long time. But I'm glad um, he's back. He's probably going to come back and win the whole thing. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, <laughs> at the very least, I expect I expect Craig to be the top trash talker of the league. I just I expect that. I know. Craig just has a way with words, and I think he's going to cut us all to the quick with yep. something, just a quick little petty pendergrass bit of <laughs> something. Um, but great look, Craig. Um, that was, uh, I mean, all great points. Yeah, that, that, there was a brief moment that I thought about going over to, like, the Cowboys, like, Twitter just to see what they're posting. And, of course, it was just, like, you know, little moments that just didn't seem like okay yeah i mean they do they basically do what we do on the show where we just make everything the chargers do look amazing and talk right. about it to the yeah just don't you can't trust it you can trust us you just can't trust that no can't trust it no nope. um yeah it kind of scared me a little bit to see nas getting his helmet knocked off there for a second there was a yeah. quick little clip of that and it was like hey yo yeah things were getting rough keep, keep that on um yeah man rooting for joe reed too would love to Love to see it. Tomorrow we got a, a football game again. Like it's game yeah. day pretty soon. I'm just can't I can't wait to sit down and watch this game. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, folks, we're we like 
like Craig said, he is coming out of retirement to do fantasy football. Uh, just a reminder for those that didn't see the previous episode, we are doing a Charger Chant fantasy league uh, with just the cream of the crop. Got a of, lot of good of, people involved. Of Charger ilk, if yeah, you will. You uh, we've got us, the Charger Chad. We've got Die Hard Bolt Club, Bolt Beat, Los Reyes, Rivers Lake Yacht Club, Coach Senior, Papa Duggan coming in. The freaking bane of my existence with fantasy football. I swear uh, to God. He's gonna, we, I'm, I'm scared now because you're on my team. I hope you don't bring any of that shit over I'm here. I'm hoping that you give me the little oomph, the little boost. I, I beat him all the time. It's not <laughs> exactly. A that's what I'm yeah. saying. I need I got you. you. I got to help you. me. I'll, I'll help, help me you. help you. I'll help you. I'll help you. I promise. Um, we've also got the Bolt Bros podcast. Charge it to the game. That's Craig, a.k.a. Craig. Uh, Locked on Chargers. Chargers Unleashed. Guilty is charged. And last but not least, the director, folks. So if you are interested, if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, just know originally we had two spots. Now we're back. We're up to three, folks. There's just been too much. Too many people reached out. I was like, okay, I got to bump this up a little bit. And so many people have reached out already. So it'll be it's going to be hard to pick. But we got one more slot open, so it'll be fun. We're opening up another slot. So um, if you want to be in one of those spots, uh, there's just a few things you got to do. First of all, team up with someone. We're looking for co-managers. So you and somebody else. Uh, in this episode's post, whether that's Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, or YouTube, uh, give us your team name and uh, give us what your team name would be and why you want to join. Um, you know, a follow and a subscribe will go a long way. I mean, it might just, you know, kind of sweeten the pot a little bit, if you know what I'm saying. Um, and this is just, if you're concerned, this is not a money league. This isn't about... You know, we're not collecting dues or anything like that. This is strictly bragging rights and prestige and maybe a sweet little trophy at the end there. Something to hoist above your head and rub in everybody's face. Yeah. Um, And we will announce uh, the three teams on next Tuesday's episode. So I'm (laughs) I'm actually kind of scared because like Craig... I like to draft a lot of Charger players. This I'm is, sure everybody is going to want to draft Chargers players. This is so. going to be a mess because there's going to be so many Charger players gone in the first two rounds. It's yeah. going to be stupid. It's, it's going to be a problem. So yeah, um, I, I'm. <laughs> it's all going to matter on the on the order, and we'll we'll figure that out as it happens. But uh, if you want to be a part of this, folks. Put those comments down, and uh, and we we need to make some picks. We need we've got room for three. If this is your kind of deal, we want you to shoot it, shoot it out to us, okay? And don't don't feel scared by being with all these guys. We want people that want to be a part of it. So if you want to be a part of it, make it happen. That's right. That's right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, big guy? Nope. Let's get a let's get a win Saturday, and let's see some let's see some good performances and some better tackling is what I'm looking for. Oh, God, if there's just improvement in any of those areas, we were having issues. I'll be a happy camper. So Amen. that'll do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.